0: grumpy old geeks a weekly talk show hosted by brian schulmeister and jason de discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame welcome to grumpy old geeks i'm jason de
1: and i'm brian schulmeister
0: we didn't kill shatner Woo! Mm, the week is young I wait. No, no, no. Hey, he got off the rocket. We're covered. We're covered <laughs> on that one. Uh, I I was seriously. I had to watch it just to make sure because I'm like, oh god, nobody's. We're we're dead in the water. if We killed Shatner.
1: I uh, mean, I'm really glad he went. I, I I I think this whole space billionaire thing is complete and utter bullshit. But I mean, come on. We put we put Captain Kirk up there. It's awesome. I know. I, it, in it's awesome.
0: And his, his speech when he came back. I mean, he was legit. Broken up, you know. Yep. Yep. And then you have fucking Bezos trying to blow champagne in the middle of this guy's like heartfelt speech, and I'm just like, "How fucking annoying was that? Did you not just want to like
1: grab that champagne bottle and and bean him with it? I want
0: to brain him with it and shut like cave
1: his skull in. I was so angry. Let somebody else have the moment, you egotistical prick.
0: Exactly. And speaking of egotistical pricks, I gotta say George Takei really shat the bed this week too. It's (laughs) like. Come on, dude. He, I mean, his tweets about it were just like, dude, why? Why?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I love Takei. And I do too. He's, he's, he's done a thing for himself where he's the snarkmeister and the meme central guy on the internet and good on him for everything. And I get that he and Shatner don't like each other, but the, this one was a big misstep on his part.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, if he would have said congrats, that would have been the bigger man making a yep. bigger move. But yep. no, he had to shit on him and it's like dude, you you really you really screwed up on that one, seriously.
1: Yeah. Definite big misstep on his part. I I'm surprised that I got because God knows he has a team. The, because there's no way George Takei is putting out all the stuff that George Takei puts out on the internet. There's a team there and the team should have been like, "Hey, not not this time."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, He obviously still has the publish button. (laughs) He he is in control of his own tweet, his own tweets at some point. But yeah, that's just, it was just like, dude, let somebody have some fucking fun. You know, I think it's all bullshit too, but just, just his speech and how just everything about him landing and just everything he said and how he felt, I was just like, why would you shit on that? You know? Also,
1: do we need to shit on a 90 year old man?
0: He's nicely. Yeah. Let it
1: go. Let it go. To quote Shatner from Saturday Night Live, grow up. hmm Yeah. Oh, well.
0: Uh, a little more follow-up on uh, Uber and Lyft. I saw this op-ed over at the New York Times, and I just loved it. For Uber and Lyft, the rideshare bubble bursts. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it really is pretty much everything that like everything that they've promised about ridesharing
1: has fallen apart. Everything, every single thing. It is not better for the environment. It is not better for the cities. It is not better for the roads. It is not better for the people. It is not better for anyone. It's a horrible, horrible business model that sucks every way down. Every single step of it sucks. Sucks. Yep.
0: Yeah. And they're basically saying that the environmental thing was the last thing that they were hanging on to. And it's like, ah, well, no, sorry. (laughs) Not, (laughs) not, Not on our watch. So, yeah. I mean, if you are even on the fence about Uber and Lyft and ride sharing platforms in general, yeah, no, it's a failure. It's a failure. Travis Kalanick really screwed the pooch. Sorry. And, and just the fact that he was a giant douchebag doesn't really <laughs> well, help.
1: <laughs> and it points to a bigger failure about how businesses are, are conducted these days, especially if there's even some veneer of tech. And remember, it's, it's just an app. It's just an app. It's a taxi company that has an app. What, what the, the idea that it's a tech company is ridiculous. So, but this points to the bigger problem, which is uh, if we didn't have all this VC money pumping these things up, this These businesses would have failed ten years ago oh yeah, I mean this, right now it 's a Ponzi scheme <laughs> It really is it's like
0: last man out is the one holding the bag because everybody who's going to make money on Uber and Lyft has made their money already. Yeah. This yeah. is just you know we 're just watching a slow motion train wreck at this point, so. It's just it's a self-driving train. It's a self-driving train wreck. Speaking (laughs) of self-driving train wrecks, let's talk about Waymo in San Francisco. I love this, uh, you know, uh, hat tip to uh, Johannes on Twitter for sending me this one for the first. He's the first. I got 400 people that sent it to me. But uh, this is about Waymo cars going down uh, one way street in San Francisco and having to turn around and blah, blah, blah. There's another article on Forbes, which I, you know, take that with a grain of salt. If you want, it's Forbes, not really (laughs) the bastion of, of journalism they once were, but it kind of explains a little bit about how, how it worked. But we still haven't, I don't, I haven't seen anything from Waymo talking about why this happened or how they're fixing it. I, I, was doing my research last night and I haven't seen anything about it, but yeah, these Waymos just keep driving up the street and then the drivers have to do like a really wonky three point turn to get the hell out. So (laughs) is what it is. Yep. 20 years away, 20 years away, perpetually. Um, I, 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 I threw this one in here just because it's fun. Uh, spew my first website. Uh, I've been, I I talked about it on the show before. I'm trying to buy the domain back from the squatters that have it. Yeah. They wanted like $6,000 last time. I'm just like, call me when it's a grand. So they (laughs) wrote me this morning and said, Hey, our buyer has just dropped the price. Would you like to buy it? I'm like, call me when it's a grand and uh, nothing (laughs) yet. And then I'm starting to think, I'm like, you know, it's nostalgia. It's a nostalgia buy for me because it was my first big website. It really got me going and it started a 20 year career. But is it really worth a grand to, no. to own that and bring it back? I don't think it is. No.
1: No, it's yeah. not, Jason. No, it's not. Get Spew with a couple more W's on it and put the site back up there. Done. Call it a I, day. I have SPEW.org.
0: I get spew.org <laughs> there four you go. letters. So i might as well just throw it back up there, just a, you know, just as kind of a graveyard site to let it be because there was some good stuff up there. Hey, I wrote for it. Of course there was. Yeah, well, that was not our high point. We were at the end. So hmm. no, no accounting for taste on that.
1: <laughs> In the news. So something's actually happening at the FCC now that the uh, people running it aren't running around with oversized coffee mugs and thus not enabling them to do anything like type. Uh, Under acting (laughs) chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel, the Federal Communications Commission is seeking to create a new rule targeting spam text messages. Like another recently proposed rulemaking from the agency, the policy would push wireless carriers and telephone companies to block the spam before it ever gets to your phone. Something they can actually do. So, yay, they're doing something at the FCC. Woo. woo How's that robocall stuff treating you? Uh, you know, they got to work on that stuff, too. And as they are pointing out, in 2020 alone, the FCC re- received approximately 14,000 complaints about unwanted text messages, representing a 146% increase from the year before. And I'm certainly getting a lot of them now. So. Yeah, 14,000, that's how much I get in a week. What the <laughs> yeah. hell? Well, you're supposed to complain for each one, I
0: guess. Oh, God, who out. has? <clears throat> ain't nobody got time for that.
1: Yeah. And I was going to put this over in Moron of the Week, but it's like news, I suppose. Jack Dorsey has had another brain fart, and we oh. all have to deal with it and talk about it. Yay. They're considering building—well, this is with Square. Remember, he runs two companies. Well, he runs Square and— He
0: runs he one company. kind yeah, of looks
1: <laughs> over at Twitter and logs in to promote Square. Um, Jack Dorsey says that Square is considering building its own Bitcoin mining system using custom silicon and open source software.
0: Okay, and and Jack doesn't have brain farts anymore, Brian. He has beard farts. (laughs) Beard farts. He has beard farts. We're just going to go with beard farts from now on. (laughs) So,
1: you know, his whole thing here is uh, it all needs to be more efficient because we're concerned about the environmental impact of Bitcoin. But as with his earlier tweets about plans for a hardware wallet, which he also talked about, he didn't share any details about how this would actually work because he has no fucking idea.
0: It's going to be in the metaverse! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did you see that? I, I didn't put it in the show notes, but did you see the uh, the headline from The Verge about uh, uh, the Metaverse? They're looking
1: for 10,000 people that don't hate Facebook <laughs> to help build the <laughs> Metaverse. <laughs>
0: I'm like, give that man a sandwich. That was a great, uh, great I think headline. There's
1: still a few, you know, remote uh remote tribes that have never seen technology or other humans, so yeah, you better start there.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm just like, fucking bravo. You're never getting an interview with Mark at this point, but I love I love the I love the hutspa.
1: Yeah, that was great. Uh, Here's another one that could have easily sat in more on of the week. Uh, Tesla is debuting a new car insurance in Texas that will use real-time driving behavior. Yes. So now that they're uh, based there, they're able to do this, I guess, according to Electric, though, the insurance available to Texas, there is already some in California, but that's more like a real insurance. And I'll get to why in just a minute. All right. The one in Texas is a bit different. It calculates for customers' insurance premium using their real-time driving behavior. Credit, age, gender, all the sorts of things that insurance providers usually care about don't matter to Tesla. Nope. They won't even look at your claim history or driving records. Instead, they're just going to look at their safety scores, which is a feature it introduced with its full self-driving beta version. (laughs) Yes, every forced collision warning and forced autopilot disengagement will affect your score. Following other vehicles from an unsafe distance, breaking too hard and turning corners aggressively using their beta system could also lower your insurance score and raise your premiums. Safety score is still a beta feature at this point, and Tesla said it should improve over time. So why not try out your actual insurance that pays for real life things like your head being broken using their beta system? Doesn't that sound great? Oh, God, the now, future is awesome! As to why it's different from California's insurance that they offer, that's because California's fucking regulations! <laughs> you and can. they're trying to get the regulations to change so they can offer the same thing in California.
0: Oh, God. You know, I, I mean, I can call GEICO, and they will give me a little dongle that plugs into that port on my car. Yes, and it becomes the- part of Of their algorithm. Part of it, exactly. And it's funny, they sent me a a thing the other day in the mail and said, hey, uh, you said that you drive less than 12,000 miles a year. Um, we were just confirming this because it will affect your your insurance rate. Can you please take a picture of the odometer and send it to us, along with the signed affidavit that says you're driving less than 12,000 miles a year? And you didn't use Photoshop to doctor this. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Which is funny. I've had my car for three years now. I have driven, get this, Brian, 4,700 miles in three years.
1: Well, it (laughs) has been an exceptional two years. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. But even, you know, it's like the only time I would ever drive anywhere anyway was when I would move from California to Chicago and Chicago back to California again. That's all the miles I ever put on my car. But it's just funny that uh, these people think that this stupid fucking beta system is going to – remember, Brian, when they put in um, – was it red light uh, cameras, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now they've all had to backpedal because – they actually cause more accidents than they stop. And, and, and honestly, it was never about you know, stopping traffic accidents. It was about, it money. Was about increasing revenue for the, the places where the things were installed. But so many lawsuits came out that, oh, yeah, you're actually causing more accidents. So get these fucking things out of here. And I think that they will eventually be a class action lawsuit against Tesla for this one. So your yeah. mileage may vary.
1: Look, also, you're a car company, you make electric cars. Stay in your lane.
0: What do you literally,
1: do you do? literally stay in your lane. I, I do not want insurance from the same people that sell me the car, because are they? What are they going to do? Su- sue themselves if something's faulty with the car? Tesla's insurance company is going to go after Tesla because Tesla built something wrong that hurt me. Exactly.
0: We still don't even know what the liability is for these self-driving systems. It's like who is who is to blame. Is it the driver? Is it the car company? Like, we still haven't even figured this out in court yet. And now they want to be the insurance company that, like, you know, holds the the, the money bags? Fuck yeah, you. Exactly. It's insane. Yeah. Speaking of insane, Canon is in the middle of a, a lawsuit right now. Because I, I don't use Canon printers because I don't like them. I'm an Epson kind of guy or an HP kind of guy. But uh, yep. uh, they're in a big kerfuffle right now because... Apparently, you can't scan anything if there's no ink in your printer, which makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, that's that's how technology works.
1: That ink to do the. Huh? Yep. Exactly. (laughs) So that is so bullshit. That is so bullshit. Like, okay, you need to go buy our ink. And now we're going to shut down every single feature on this thing that you purchased and own. No, the the ink scam is just one of the most egregious things in the world because
0: it's still cheaper to buy a new printer than it is to buy a new set of ink, especially anymore. if it
1: comes with a free pack of ink in it. As some of them do. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I'd rather just go get a new printer I know. and then you know throw it in the landfill. And oh, oh wait, hmm, I wonder how we got here. Interesting.
0: Yeah, Greta Thunberg <laughs> cries every time you print a receipt on your printer. She's like, she can only I cry
1: never... if she's full of ink, though. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: oh my god
1: let someone. somebody someone needs to
0: replace her tear cartridge <laughs> oh jesus yeah I, I honestly this entire in the news should should have just been a moron of the week <laughs> everything we talk about is moron of the week speaking yeah. of amazon they're moron of the week mm-hmm. uh they are getting busted for uh copying products and uh rigging the search results of course yeah, like we are. knew they,
1: they were doing yeah
0: we mm-hmm. knew Doing it, you mean we? I mean, was it five years ago at least? We talked about the internal brands at Amazon, and you know, even me, I like my. I I, I'm a nicotine fiend. I get little nicotine lozenges, and I was getting the Rite Aid brand. And somewhere along the way, I stopped getting the Rite Aid brand from Amazon Mm -hmm. because I'd get them from them because it was cheaper than going to Rite Aid. Surprise, brick and mortar, blah blah blah. And then one day it showed up. And it was the same exact tube, same everything, but there was a little logo on it that said Amazon Basics. Yep, I shit (laughs) you not. They they bait and switched me right out of it. They didn't even ask me. They just gave me the Amazon Basics version, which is fine because it is literally the exact same thing. But they're doing this with everything. I've got T-shirts. I've got pants. I've got just about every type of Amazon, Guga and Doodad and uh, Shimadu. That they've they've ripped off Every from other people. Every girl's crazy
1: about an Amazon-dressed man.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, are we surprised about this? No. no. Are we surprised we, they of busted? Yeah, kind of A little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And I just love this. It's like, the document entitled India Private Brands Program states, it is difficult to develop this expertise across products and hence to ensure that we are able to fully match quality with our quote-unquote reference product, aka what we're stealing from, we decided to only partner with the manufacturers of our reference product. It termed such manufacturer expertise as tribal knowledge, which Mm -hmm. means that... I go create a product. I have an outsourcer make it for me. Amazon Mm -hmm. comes in and says, hey, we like that. You're going to make it for us now. Not for that guy. You're going to make it for us now because you have the quote unquote tribal knowledge and we're going to take the inventory and we're going to sell it. You you can make a few for that
1: guy. You can make a few for them, but you're going to make the bulk of them for us. Yes, because here's what we're going to do. If as soon as somebody searches for that guy's stuff on Amazon, we're going to return our stuff, and it's going to be cheaper in the search results. So mm-hmm. they'll just be buying our stuff and not that guy's stuff anymore. So, you know, that's the game. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: Everybody thinks that Amazon's such a great company, but uh, everybody's full of shit.
1: Today's episode is sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network, also known as a VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, your internet service provider is storing your browsing data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access, or PIA, can help. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geoblock content around the world. PIA comes with an easy-to-use app, and browser extensions for all devices a rock solid privacy policy open source security advanced customization settings and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PCMag if you sign up with PIA right now you can take advantage of a special deal only for GOG listeners by using our link gog.show/vpn you can get complete digital privacy for less than $2 a month and four extra months for free which means only 1 buck 98 cents a month and up to 83% off that's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market, and if you get it right now, you can take PIA's thirty-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for thirty days and see if you like it. If not, just return it for a full refund. So go to gog.show/vpn and try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. That's gog.show/vpn.
0: This episode is sponsored by Mood. 420 celebrations come in all shapes and sizes, just like the many ways to enjoy your THC. Mood offers just the right buzz with their federally legal flower, gummies, vapes, and more, helping you find the perfect high. Mood is offering our listeners a free THCA pre-roll and 20% off your first order. Just head over to hellomood.com and use our exclusive code GOG. Mood's latest introduction, the THCA Flower, is a game-changer, offering the classic cannabis high with a twist. With 10 high-inducing strains, it's their most potent lineup yet. What's even better is that all Mood products are extracted from hemp, making them federally legal, and are regularly tested to ensure the highest quality. Sourced from small family farms, you're getting a product that's effective and pesticide-free. I tried several of their products from the uplifting energized to the mellow chill. And I must say, each provided a unique, enjoyable high. My favorite? Definitely the creative strain. It sparked an incredible flow of ideas and got me through my daily projects with ease. Whether you're new to THC or a seasoned aficionado, Mood has something for every vibe. Their in-house experts have tailored different strains to match specific moods, offering a range of products to suit any preference. From delectable gummies to classic flower in convenient pre-rolls, there's a multitude of ways to enjoy Mood's offerings. Celebrate 420 exactly how you want to with Mood. Get 20% off your first order, plus a free THCA pre-roll at hellomood.com with promo code GOG. That's hellomood.com, code GOG. This episode is brought to you by Delete Me. Today, I want to share something personal and honestly a bit alarming. Now, on this show, we talk a lot about how much of our personal info is out there. We're talking about home addresses, contact details, and even information about your family. And if you've ever felt that uneasy feeling about your privacy, you're not alone. That's why I want to tell you about Delete Me. It's a game changer for protecting your personal information. As someone who's been through the ringer with spam calls and phishing attempts, finding Delete Me felt like a breath of fresh air. Could your potential views expose you to cybercrimes, identity theft, or even violence in this election year? The amount of personal data available online has tripled from 2019 to 2023. Angry individuals motivated by their political beliefs can now easily access personal details from data brokers for 98% of U.S. citizens, putting you at risk of harassment and identity theft. Fortunately, you can safeguard your data with Delete Me. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash GOG and enter code GOG at checkout. One more time, that's J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash GOG with code GOG at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Delete Me. Today, I want to share something personal and honestly a bit alarming. On this show, we often discuss the vast amount of personal info floating around out there. We're talking home addresses, contact details, and even information about your family. If you've ever felt that uneasy feeling about your privacy, you're definitely not alone. That's why I need to tell you about DeleteMe. It's been a game changer for me in protecting my personal information. As someone who's been bombarded with spam calls and phishing attempts, discovering DeleteMe was like finding a magic shield. Here's a really frustrating fact – That's J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash G-O-G with code G-O-G at checkout. Media Candy.
1: Brian, let's talk about Dune. Sure, I finished it last night.
0: I know you did. You texted me this morning. I'm just like, because I, I texted you that it was uh, <clears throat> in Sweden and uh, I didn't hear back from you. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's not going to do it for some moralistic reasons. And then I saw this morning that you watched it. And I'm like, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would just like to start my review by saying fuck space bagpipes. There's no need for space bagpipes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. That was a, eh, come on. There's space bagpipes.
0: I don't need That's space. Fine. I, don't need, I don't need earth bagpipes. I hate House earth bagpipes. House of pipes.
1: from Kaladin. It made sense. It was fine. <laughs> okay. What'd you think? I fucking loved it. Told you. I it good? loved it. <laughs> I, the casting was great. Okay. Uh, you know what, what's his face from game of Thrones? Uh, Jason Momoa, not, not my, you know, interior vision, not my mind's eye, Duncan Idaho. But he was did good. he, did he nail it? Yes he did, yes he did yes, yes he, he did did um, everything about it was great. uh the casting was phenomenal. I love the soundtrack i 'm ninety nine percent sure i 'm ninety nine percent sure I actually like this movie as much as I do because the soundtrack fucking nailed it yeah um, true to the book mostly uh I, I, they broke it into two parts, thank you, Lord. If they yep. would have tried to do the whole movie that would or the whole book, that would have been horrible. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can't believe I loved it, but I yeah. loved it. I yeah. told
0: you it was fucking good, man. Yeah, <laughs> I actually it was really watched- good. I, I stayed up late last night because I was, I was so beat from work that I'm just like, I'm going to put it on and just let it roll in the background. And I ended up staying up to like 2 in the morning and
1: watching the whole thing.
0: Again yeah, I was up way
1: too late too because it's a long movie. It's
0: two and a half hours and <laughs> yep. it comes out in a couple of days. So, you know, and we, and we actually pay for the service that it's going to play on. So I don't feel bad about stealing it a few days early. And, you know, I did see it a First. little bit back. I saw it a little bit back because I have friends with... You know, yep. access but um still it it, it is a fucking picture perfect movie in my book so. i mean
1: look look uh, j- okay so we've got two of my favorite sci-fi franchises of all time that came out around the same time foundation sucked dune awesome
0: yep <laughs> and, and you know what it reminds me of too it's like game of throne finale game of thrones finale fucking terrible deadwood finale nailed it so this is kind of the same thing you, you know the lord giveth the lord <laughs> you yeah. know whatever take it the way yeah. but uh and by the way man, i have such a fucking man crush on uh paul's mom oh she's if you ever want to know what my type is paul's mom
1: yeah <laughs> that's, I'm, that's I'm more of a. i'm more of a chani guy yeah i know i know yeah. but
0: oh man that was a
1: good good
0: good movie uh i did watch all of squid game Okay, so you've you've
1: one of us, one of us. No,
0: I, I, <laughs> I mean, I I watched ten minutes of the first episode, and I'm like, I know what this is going to be. I shouldn't do it. By the time I finished episode nine, it reiterated exactly what I knew in the first ten minutes. <laughs> don't watch this.
1: I, I'm not going to.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, no it's just yeah, it's not. You don't need this shit in your head. Honestly, after everything we've been through for the past two years, you don't need shit like this in your head. You know? It's I I fucking hated it. I really did. Um, I mean, I loved it while I was watching it because I wanted to know what the fuck happened next, but I hated it. I still have yep. nightmares about it. It's not it's not fun. It is not fun. It's Succession a hard pass on the other. For me. Yeah, yeah. Please keep it that way. Uh don't don't let your kid ever see it. Uh Succession, on the other hand, came back on Sunday and uh oh god i
1: love this show so much
0: <laughs> i love yeah, it we'll so be, much we'll be
1: watching it shortly so I've, I've heard oh. it's back at, with a strong start so that's good
0: it is it mm-hmm. is i really wish i could talk more in detail about it because of the way season two ended and all of the theories that we had which all turned out to not be correct unfortunately but um but but i tell you what strong fucking start man strong start cool. i am very happy that it's back mm-hmm. awesome
1: uh, now that I've got the Apple TV Plus uh, renewed subscription again, I've, I've looked through it a little bit to see if, if there was anything else to watch. And I did find something for my kid because we had this book. It's a, it started as a children's book, and they've adapted it into a short special. Uh, here we are, Notes for Living on Planet Earth. And I have to say it was very well done. If you've got a kid... Um, you know, this is this is something fun to watch and it's it's Meryl Streep is is doing one of the voices. Chris O'Dowd, uh very, very well done. No David Attenborough? Clever. No, David Attenborough. This is, ah. this is a different thing. So.
0: Oh, okay. I see Planet Earth, and I'm just like, I, I assume David Attenborough is going to narrate everything that has to do with Planet
1: Earth. <laughs> uh, no. And I actually should have brought this up. Uh, I should have saved this for Bittner as we went in our nostalgia uh, uh, cast, which you'll all hear shortly. Uh, Mel Brooks is coming back with History of the World Part 2. Now, I was at the (laughs) prime age for History of the World Part 1. I think myself and my friends probably watched it, oh, I'd say uh, conservatively, seven and a half million times. Um, We're getting a season two, what is this now, 40 years later? Uh, Or a part two, 40 years later? So. Uh, the downside of this is Mel Brooks has not been funny for quite a long time. Uh, the plus side is he's got a whole, uh, writer, writer's room. That's all set up, uh, Nick Kroll, Wanda Sykes, a whole bunch of other people. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he should get his son in there because his son is much
0: funnier than he is in my book.
1: <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately it's going to be on Hulu. So I'm going to have to Sweden that one.
0: Uh, well, I, I I'll, I'll shoot you my login. Cause I had
1: to pay for it right oh wait no you got disney plus you should be fine oh yeah, yeah. that's right here i am so okay well yeah, whatever it's gonna I be a had, long time to, before we see this anyways.
0: i had to actually buy fucking disney plus so i could get hulu so i could watch some terrible tv um right. uh oh uh dope sick actually is not bad by the way if you want, want okay. something to watch on hulu um all right uh, i was gonna say something oh um uh the mel brooks god I lost it Damn it, I, I've got I've got Alzheimer's just like Mel does. It's uh, all right. I'll
1: come back in another segment. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, speaking of Disney Plus, Disney has announced that they are delaying all of Marvel's 2020 films, and not just Marvel. It also means our Indiana Jones movie is going to be delayed by 11 months. Uh, Yay! 2023 <laughs> now before Harrison Ford will be. Uh, 175 years old as the uh, archaeologist in this movie by the time it comes out. Uh, they're saying this is all production-related snowball effects that are pushing everything back. And unfortunately, this also means probably that things will be pushed back for, that were planned for Disney+, Plus, at least as far as the Marvel Universe before uh, is concerned, because they're going to hold on to some of the TV shows until the movies come out, because they don't want the TV shows to spoil parts of the movies. It's Marvel, blah,
0: though. Blah. Who cares? Are we getting Mandalorian? That's all I care about. Yes, we are. So. Okay, that's really the only thing I care about that Disney Plus puts out. I could not give any fucks about the Marvel Universe. I thought yeah, I thought either. you were on 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 team fuck Marvel too.
1: I am, but a lot of our listeners love that shit. So you know, yeah, we're, okay. we're providing a service here, Jason. Pandering. We're pandering. <laughs> And uh, I'll throw this one in there because it's super interesting. And we've talked much about our our love for uh, the cranberries before on this podcast. And I've talked about my love for Sinead O'Connor and the fact that I worked with her a while back and really enjoyed her and everything. Uh, There is a... Uh, compilation coming out for charity, Salvation, inspired by the Cranberries for the Pieta House, a charity that provides uh, cost-free therapy for individuals suffering from suicidal thoughts. And uh, Sinead O'Connor will be opening that album with a cover from the Cranberries' second album, No Need to Argue, which is by far one of my favorite songs of all time by them, and I can't wait to hear Sinead's version of it. It was supposed to be out already, and uh, I bookmarked the story, and it was up on YouTube, and I was busy, and I did not listen to it. And then it all got pulled down because they've pushed the release to the November 5th date. So I have not no! been able to hear it yet. And I had the chance. And now I'm very angry. No!
0: <laughs> and I, w- I immediately, when I saw this, went to Sweden and it's not there. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, well, it's just two weeks. We'll, we'll, we'll be fine. Weeks. So I'm quite
1: looking forward to hearing this.
0: <laughs> Me too. You, I mean, I, I'm just a big uh, cranberry mark as you are. So
1: ups and doodads.
0: So, Brian, you know, I love to cook. I'm a cooking man. Me too. Yep. About a year ago, I had signed up for um, the New York Times cooking section, Mm -hmm. which is an extra $40 a year to get access to everything. Um, I used it a total of, wait for it. You know what I'm going to say, Brian? How many times did I use it? Zero. Exactamundo. (laughs) (laughs) So I got the notice that it was about to renew, and I'm like, oh, hells no. So I I got on the horn because the New York Times has not figured out cancel culture yet because uh, <laughs> you can't cancel in the app. You have to actually talk to somebody. So I talked to Jose on chat and Jose said, hey, man, uh, we've got an all access pass special for you for the next year. If you'd like to take advantage of that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. And he's like, wait, 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 whoa, hold up, bro. It's a dollar a week. And I'm like, OK. He's like, you're spending Seventeen dollars a month right now, so you are going to save a lot of money and I'm like and you and now you get access to everything you know wire cutter, cooking the whole shebang and I'm like, well. I guess I'll take that. So I actually saved money by canceling my cooking. As per usual. Subscription. Yeah. So next year I have to make the call again and say, no, thank you. I'm going to be canceling. I'm just going to move to digital only because um, in, of course, buried in the uh, fine print at the very end of the conversation, it will renew at $25 for every four weeks in a year, which yeah. is, you know, anybody who has had cable tv knows the shuffle you know the calls you got to make so
1: and uh, as i've said since we all have these digital calendars now and we can create multiple calendars create a cancel calendar and throw that date in there
0: yep set that alarm and just boom you're done so i saved i saved a bunch of money this year and i still get cooking how about them apples
1: yeah which you can also use zero times this year
0: exactly (laughs) but now (laughs) i have it for cheaper so maybe i'll use it now Well there I don't like the recipes on the New York Times cooking. There's really nothing there that, you know, tickles my taint, I guess. Um, so I have uh Clean My Mac X. So do I. It's a it's amazing. It's an amazing program. I have always complained about the fact that uh if I have I originally bought one seat, then I bought two seats, and then by the time I got to go buy a third seat, it's like, okay, well, why don't I just get one of the five seat subscriptions because it's cheaper than buying Two and a half seats, whatever. Did that, overpaid for everything. And I'm just like, I got a notice today that some of this stuff's going because I started using Set App a couple weeks ago. And I, mm-hmm. I covered that on the show. It's fantastic. It comes with Clean My Mac X and Gemini, which is a duplicate finder, which I also had to cancel the subscription for. So the thing about Clean My Mac X, it's created by this company called Mac Paw. Mac Paw sucks. <laughs> so you go to the MacPaw website and there is no way for you to log in period. So I look at the receipt and the notification I got that my thing was renewing. It comes from paddle P a D D L E.net, I believe. And, um, I write them. I have to go through their Zendesk setup to say, Hey, look, I want to cancel this blah, 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 blah. I've done that before. I actually bitched about it on the show that they screwed up last time and charged me whatever. So I'm like, I got two, I got two seats left. Cancel everything. I'm using I'm using this uh, other thing now with set app, so I don't need you guys anymore. Fuck off. Hmm. And I get a I get a link back from them saying, we don't actually handle the subscriptions. Macpaw handles the subscriptions. Here's a a, a handy link for you to log in to go cancel your subscriptions. I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> nope. Go to mymacpaw.com, find it, you know, log in and and cancel it from there. But Jesus fuck. Can these guys make it any harder to cancel? So on this week in cancel culture, NYT failed on ease to cancel, but wins on, you know, saving me some money and some extra stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Clean my Mac definitely has uh, lost on every front. So now I pay for set app and I get basically everything that I was going to get from them for free because I actually got set app for the other apps that I use and not them. So that was just a bonus add on. So, (sighs) Yeah, yeah, apps and doodads, fun. There you go. Security? Ha! Dave Bittner is back. Woohoo! Dave's the host of the Cyberware podcast, co-host of the social engineering podcast, Hacking Humans with Joe Kerrigan, co-host of Caveat with Ben Yellen, where they discuss law and policy and surveillance and privacy. And finally, he's the co-host of Recorded Future, where he takes you inside the world of cyber threat intelligence. And next up on his new show, Craft Services 2.0, uh, we will be discussing where he's been last week. So uh, what happened, Dave? Where'd you go? <laughs>
2: Uh, actually, last week I was uh, co-emceeing, because evidently I'm incapable of doing anything alone. I was uh, co-emceeing the Recorded Future annual conference, which is called Predict, and so I was busy doing that. Cool. Did you
1: get yeah. any of those uh, nice peanut M&Ms? Uh,
2: not yet, but uh, typically they do send me a lovely gift basket after the fact, so I'll, I'll uh, look forward to that. <laughs> Fancy doesn't really help <laughs> yeah. you on the day though if you need your your boost. No, 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 no. Fortunately here at uh, the Data Tribe offices there is no shortage of alcoholic beverages. So Oh, ah. that's <laughs> That's always smart. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, especially since it's mostly just me these days. I was going
0: to say, uh, that's Dave's pandemic stash, (laughs) what we're talking about here.
2: Yeah. How do you know when you have a problem, when you're day drinking alone at work? That's... That's, uh, (laughs) I I call that Tuesday. I
0: was going to say, that's pretty much every day for the past 25 years. So, yeah. There's a reason we work at home. Yes. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. How many small business owners are business owners because they simply cannot work with others?
1: <laughs> uh, well, definitely this one right here. It's a, it's a big telling factor. Yes. Hmm. So
2: listen, uh, we got we finally our, our our long nightmare is over. We've got new MacBook Pros coming. Oh, and Jason, I sweet saw you ordered Jesus. one. Did you guys, yes. Did you guys cover this already in the show. Am I late to the party? No, here? we're going to we're going to do it right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll move it
1: here. Ports! Ports! My, my ports. God, ports! <laughs> and a notch. But ports! And in the, well, you know. The notch is as there's no technical reason for it. They just want it to look like your iPhone. There is a technical that's, reason. That's that's my theory. But no. here's the thing. If you actually look at the, the reclaimed real estate that they
0: took from the bevel or bezel at the top, um, it actually is not digging into what is normally screen real estate. So I'm fine with right. it i you know at first, I was just like, What the f-? but then <laughs> but then I thought about it for two seconds, which you know we generally don't do on this show, and I'm like, Wait a minute, that's
2: actually a very smart design decision.
0: This is great,
2: yeah. I think that's a great way to put it too, Jason, that they've reclaimed some space. They basically it's it's not that the notch is pushing down into the screen, it's that they push the screen up on other on either side of where the camera used to live.
0: Yeah, the camera is still exactly where it was before. They just gave you a little more right. real estate. That's I mean it was like genius. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's insanely <laughs> great. <laughs> there you go. how, how much coffee well,
1: did you have today jason
0: none i've got a migraine i don't know if you guys get this in your old age but i get work hangovers now i worked like for 12 hours yesterday which is a long day for me and i woke up this morning with a migraine so i'm on basically advil and iced tea right now just mm. keeping me alive
2: <laughs> uh, yeah yeah uh you know Speaking of insanely great, I mean, I think the M1 um, Mac Mini that I have is insanely great. So I just I can't wait to see what these new processors do. I
0: was reloading um, the store over and over again. <laughs> and when it finally come up, I got a, like a 503 uh, NGINX error. And I'm like, oh, you have to be
2: kidding me. <laughs> Like, can you at least get on AWS
0: when you're doing this?
2: (laughs) Uh, My favorite part was when they announced or they revealed the uh, M1 Pro, and they were going through the specs for the Pro and it, and they said it maxes out at 32 gigs of RAM, and I went, oh, that's too bad. Some people aren't going to be happy with that. Not expecting that there was going to be an M1 Max that has 64 gigs of RAM. I was like, oh, good misdirection. You got me. You got me, (laughs) Apple. You got me.
0: Oh, somebody said, was it you, Dave, that posted the Saturday Night Live sketch?
2: No. Mm-mm.
0: Oh, somebody posted on Twitter the Saturday Night Live sketch where, where um, I think it was Fred Armisen was playing Steve Jobs, and he kept talking about the new uh, iPods that were coming out. He's like, here's the Nano, here's the Micro, here's the the iPod in you can't even see it, it holds 7 million songs. Nope, that's out of date now. Here's the, you know. Just <laughs> right, going right, through right. Them. yeah. yeah. Was, I do remember that bit, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, but I did order I did order the 14. Um I mm-hmm. don't need the the super duper ding dong one, so I got the 32 gig of RAM the unified I'm sorry, not yep. no no it's not RAM anymore. It's 32 gigabytes of unified memory because we all have to hold yeah. hands and sing Kumbaya. Um right. with a 2 So now we can drive. call it
1: um yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I've got not 32 RAM, gigs of, of um
0: <laughs> yeah. mm, and I'm doing fine. <laughs> yeah, and I got yeah I got the 14 because I I've got a 16 now, and I'm like this thing's too big. And I'm the 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 thought process also was I I've already sold the 16, so that's good. That's out the door as soon as the 14 gets here. Oh, nice. So I I'm thinking maybe if the 14 does the same job as you know the 16 and the air, I can get rid of the air too. Although the air is really nice, you know, because it's an mm-hmm. M1 as well. Mm-hmm and uh i don't know we'll see but it gets here uh, a week from today i got in early okay. enough where i get it in a week i'm so excited yeah
2: <laughs> i think i'm i'm interested to see how much of a backlog we end up with these things with the combination of you know, the uh, supply shortages but also i suspect there is a tremendous amount of pent up demand for these things cuz oh yeah i know like i've been i've been hanging on to my old macbook pro just Mm-hmm. waiting, hoping that this was going to happen. And now that it has, <laughs> I'm going to put in my order. You better hurry nice. up. That's
0: why I, I knew this. Thing. As soon as this thing went up, I'm just like, it's going to be backordered for months and months. So I'm just like, I've been saving up, saving my pennies because I knew it was coming and uh, just pulled the trigger. I'm like, I got to get it.
2: I got to yeah. get it. <laughs> well, I look forward to your review.
0: Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> and it's funny, as I was doing that, the FedEx guy showed up with my iPhone uh, 13 Pro. Oh, nice. Holy Jiminy jeepers. The cameras on this thing are huge. (laughs) Oh, is that right? They're ridiculously huge. Um, But oh my God, they're good. They're really good. The macro is just insane. And uh, you can set these color profiles now, which is, uh, Hmm. it's it's interesting. I got to look and figure out if I can turn them off because it seems a bit, the one that I picked in their little selector. I'm like, oh, I kind of like that look. That's kind of more me. That contrasty look. And then I took a picture of the dog yesterday, and I was just like, "Oh my god, can I turn down that contrast, please?" So, see if you can, if it's if it's, uh, it's um, non destructive editing from the the point, mm-hmm. you know, when you take the photo, if you can undo that, or if it's destructive, turn that crap off right away.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my wife is uh, expecting to get one delivered any day now. Um, I, I used to be on a two-year cycle, like a lot of people. But I, I'm thinking I may push it back to three years, just because there's there's they're all so
1: fast. And I'm 100 uh, percent on three year now. And uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I I listen I listen to you guys get all giddy and everything, but I kind of just go, whatever, it'll be fine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my phone works fine. My my laptop works fine.
0: No, I mean, yeah. the, I mean, the main reason I did it, I went from the 11 Pro to the 13 Pro because the third, like the 12 was an S version, and it kind of mm-hmm. sucked. Actually, the S was for suck in that one. And um, as I boot up my S, <laughs> but the 13, it's like a yeah, it's uh, it's 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 literally like a whole rearchitecture on the inside. So I figured this one will last me three years. But I also went from a 64 gig phone to a one terabyte phone. So oh wow. That's a big difference.
2: <laughs> so you're just live streaming your life twenty four seven now just because you can. Just because I can. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I poured it over my old phone and then I, I went to, you know, uh how much storage was used and you're like, you have ninety eight percent available and I'm like,
2: Yes. <laughs> wow.
0: I am so excited. I can put my entire music library on there six times if I want to.
2: Mm. So What made you decide to go for the large amount of storage?
0: Because I got, I'm just sick and tired of running out of room and I, and I'm, I'm I like photography. So I, you know, I like to keep a lot of stuff on the phone in full res instead of having to pull stuff down. Like if I'm showing somebody like a slideshow or something, you got to wait for it, load it from iPhotos Mm -hmm. and all that Mm -hmm. crap. I just, I just, I don't like, I don't like that mental load of having to think about it anymore. I'm like, you know what? I'm not rich. But I'm rich enough to afford a fucking terabyte, so let's get that taken care of now, you know? Yeah. I'm 50 years old. Yeah. I shouldn't have to worry about how many gig I have on my phone.
2: No, I like it. I think I think it's a perfectly rational uh reason to do that so um, i i support that decision if they had a five terabyte Um, had to bought that one too i want to like get the just get the (laughs) max (laughs) the The special instead of the uh, what is it the project red one they're going to have project json that just comes with a ridiculous amount of of (laughs) storage yeah that's it
0: and 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 i've got i've got a tether to an external gpu that i carry on my belt clip (laughs) Mm -hmm. let's just do that just get the whole thing out yeah because oh, we well, don't use I, it as phones anymore, so what's the point?
2: No, no. Like I say, they're pre- yes, the phone is, is a completely secondary function to these devices <laughs> yep. now. I, I agree. So I was very pleased. I put a link in the show notes for you all. Uh, something came across my Twitter feed recently, and I thought, aha, at last, a middle ground, a place where skateboarders... And rollerbladers can all get together, something we can all agree on the awesomeness of this. We can, we can set aside our skateboards, we can set aside our rollerbladers, and we can all celebrate together as we do foolish, acrobatic things. <laughs> Jason, what have, what have I shared here? What is this? You have shared some extreme pogo sticking. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> It sounds like a movie we rented back in college, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pogo 2, electric Pogoloo. <laughs> it was right next to
1: Gleaming the Cube at the uh, old Blockbuster. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knew that pogo sticking, first Could of be all, extreme. I guess. <laughs> well, I, I guess we shouldn't be surprised that there are people out there who are manufacturing pneumatic pogo sticks that are capable of basically launching you to the moon. Yes. Uh, and that there are people who would then adopt those devices and take them to extreme levels, casting their own safety aside, and they have the injuries to show for it. Didn't well, I, I did broke you my video? urethra? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's, that <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I mean, to me, that would be uh, that would be a deal killer. That game Augusting over, be dude. Going, <laughs> game yeah, over. That. That that uh, Poco stick would be on eBay within the hour if that that had happened to me. There are just
1: let me tell you, as we've entered into this brave new world of machine learning and AI and bots trolling the internet, if I were an insurance company right now, I'd be trolling all these videos, making sure I don't insure any of these people. And if I did, you're off my list. (laughs) Right, right. I'm sorry, sir. We will not be covering you.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, so yes, he has a broken urethra. I have. Several friends in the skateboarding community, and I didn't realize this was a thing until after I had left. Um, You know, we do handrails quite a bit. And uh, Mm -hmm. several of my friends have been taken to the hospital for, wait for it, exploded testicles. (laughs) (laughs) I, I see your urethra and I raise you an
1: exploded testicle. Oh, mine just sucked <laughs> up inside of my body just thinking about it. Oh. It was already it cold up here. It feels colder. Oh. That's right.
0: Oh, hey, now, Okay. So now we have the Extreme Pogo stickers. Have you guys seen the the guys who do the blades? The bouncy blades, like, you know, you see him in the special Olympics oh, with yeah, the guy yeah, that yeah. like, you know, killed his wife and all that stuff or girlfriend, but there are guys that ha you can just get them and buy the bouncy blades. Those guys take oh, the pogo yeah. sticking guys out back and say, hold my beer. <laughs>
1: well, like, there's there's right. also, there, there is a legitimate more pedestrian usage for those. Uh, back when I was still living in Santa Monica, there, there were workout groups that would go running in those. Yeah.
2: there is, oh, it's, wow. it's insanely yeah. impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, like, it seems wow. to me like the, <laughs> the kind of thing you see on Cirque du Soleil, you know, yeah. somebody in some crazy outfit has those and they look like a
1: giraffe or something. Yep. Yeah, a sad clown giraffe. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, the same people
2: in Santa Monica wear those outfits just to go for their workout. <laughs> yes, that's true. <sighs> Uh, and then I, I just put one other link in here because, uh, I don't know, we might not even get around to talking about security today. <laughs> Fuck security. Uh, uh. Again, across across one of my feeds on, on YouTube this time was a, a recording of the 1985 MTV Music Awards, uncensored. Mm-hmm. Now, these awards were hosted by Eddie Murphy at the peak of his powers, right? So and, the, and the peak right- of his
1: sweaters. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess he was I, I guess mean, the, the Cosby, Cosby sweater was hot. Was, was hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he didn't pull out one of his leather jumpsuits or his, you know, the from Raw or one of his stand-up specials. Was right? Raw out in
0: 85?
2: Well, remember he had the two different he had the two stand-up specials where he wore the leather outfits. There was Raw and I can't remember the name of the other one. Yeah, Raw was 87.
0: Um, Okay. So I don't know where the other one was, but uh yeah. Oh Raw with <laughs> Raw, that was bad. I uh, try and watch that <laughs> one lately. It's probably about as bad as
2: this. Yeah. Well, so I was like, oh, in nineteen eighty five, MTV, that's the peak of you know, my teenage years. I uh, this I'll certainly be nostalgic for that. So I went and watched through it, or shall I say, tried to watch through it, and it <laughs> wasn't wasn't very long before I started skipping around. And boy, this award show just kind of sucked. I mean, Eddie Murphy was fine. He was funny. He was doing his Eddie Murphy stuff at the time, so he was pretty good. But like most of the bands who were there, seemed like they were there under duress. <laughs> they, like,
1: um, well, they only, kind the of old... were back then. They 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 really well, were. I... Uh, if you wanted to get played, you had to show up at these things.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Eddie Murphy actually made a joke about that. He said, I, you know, I'm a movie star. Uh, I, you know, I thought, fuck MTV, but then I realized I have a, an album coming out soon. So, hey, MTV, great. You know, <laughs> let me host your awards show. Yeah. I just
0: wanted to throw it back in. Uh, Delirious was the other special and it came out in 83. Ah, but, there you go. But okay. also, uh, and that's, the, he did wear the red suit in Delirious. Um, Beverly Hills Cop was 1984. So this is probably okay. coming off Beverly Hills Cop.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I thought, Oh, here come the Eurythmics. Like that's a that there's a good band. I'd like to see them. And they just come out in their lip syncing like they're on a Dick Clark show, you yeah. know, count countdown thing. I mean, the only person who performed live was uh John Mellencamp and he might have still been John Cougar at that point. I can't remember, but uh so anyway, it's it's um I guess it reinforces that notion that you should really let those memories be memories and go. Don't go back and revisit these things. It's kind of like if you go back and watch the movie Purple Rain, you'll you will regret it. I guarantee you you will regret it because <laughs> yeah. it's just not very good. Or
0: airplane or Caddyshack.
2: I Caddyshack does not hold up. Yeah, airplane no, really. I that's doesn't. a controversial. <laughs> oh, I still enjoy airplane.
0: I it's,
2: I like airplane. Okay, but yeah, Caddyshack. If you if you if
0: you you know isolate the sound bites and you've seen it before, it can trigger some really fun memories, you know. Mm-hmm. But the rest, so of much it of it is so...
1: pacing. It's the pacing is just so slow compared to what we've gotten used to now. Like Fletch yeah. doesn't hold up at all, and I just remember it just being unbelievably drop dead hilarious back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, I
2: watched and... Caddyshack with my oldest son, and uh, when we were done, I said, "Well, what'd you think?" He said, "Well." I'm glad I saw it because now I understand all of those references you and mom make all the time. <laughs> well, uh, we're
0: waiting. It,
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. You'll get nothing and like it. Like we've said that for him his entire life. Um, but uh, he said, but it really wasn't that funny. And I, yeah. And I said, yeah, it really wasn't. Really wasn't.
1: <laughs> Slim Pickens back then. I mean, just look at the MTV yeah. Video Music Award shows. <laughs> yeah. So- We'll have a link to that in the show notes. If you're
2: from that era, uh, watch it at your own risk. But it was interesting to see. It, it did not at all align with with how cool my memory had it being.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, just a quick question. I, I don't know if we you will know, we'll get to security or not here, but we did talk a little bit about VPNs last week, and we wanted to get your thoughts on this because an article came out with a and they just did the many security experts have said that you no longer need a VPN because the internet is so different now and everything is safe and secure. Do you still use a VPN, Dave, when you're out and about? I do not. No. Well, look at that. Pants down, Dave.
2: Um, No. and, And my thoughts align with, with what you're referring to in this article. I think it's a combination of things. I think so much of our regular traffic is encrypted now that, for that sort of thing VPNs are largely redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that there are just there's so many sketchy VPNs out there that um it's just hard to know who's a good one um to go with. Uh, obviously any of the ones that sponsor this show are all top-notch, but uh slash vpn But it's it's difficult like
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, Especially if you're not knowledgeable at all, and you're just like, okay, I want to spend the least amount of money possible. Oh, look, here's one that's basically pays me. I wonder how that'll work. Okay, right.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, I I would absolutely say I would never use a free VPN if you're because you get what you paid for, and they're selling somehow they're monetizing your traffic. So if if a VPN is something you think you need, find a good one and pay for it and. But do your research because uh, there are so many sketchy VPNs out there. It's a category, actually, we don't take advertising for over on CyberWire just because it's so hard to vet them. Right.
1: Yeah. And if you took the ad, you'd basically be saying, this is a good one. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's
2: not for lack of offers. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. No, we get them all day long. I mean, the
0: the reason we stuck with private Internet access is because they were hauled into court by the FBI And grilled and said, Hey, we need these, we need the logs. And they're like, we don't have them come check. And they, the FBI said, yep, they're right. They don't have them. So that's, that's why we stick with the provider that we stick with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. I, I think it's uh, the, the the use case for encryption is largely gone away. Yeah. But but um, you still got to go to Sweden, wanna... man.
0: You got to go to
1: Sweden. Well, exactly. Yes. That's, the thing, the thing that's is we useful. do sketchy things. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. If you want to appear like you're coming from somewhere you're not, then yes. Dune. There's a lot of utility. <coughs> Just saying. Still a lot of utility with your VPN. So yeah. there you go.
0: So I, Dave, I got a quick question. I was listening to you on caveat with, you know, mm-hmm. get yelling on the horn, Ben Yellin'. Yes. And you were talking about the USB-C uh, thing with uh, the basically the EU trying to dictate to Apple saying, hey, you guys got to make your cell phone USB-C compliant. And uh, right. I thought it was a very interesting conversation. Uh, everybody should go Thank you. check out Caveat. If you're not listening to Caveat, you should anyway. So uh, I, I assume all of our listeners are 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 also listeners of Caveat. <laughs> um, so i I just wanted to discuss it for a second because I find it really, really egregious that the e u is trying to do this um, mm. i 'm not a fan, I am not a fan of them trying to say, "Hey, we think that you need to get in line with this," and I liked your take on it saying that yeah you know you 're just basically stifling innovation because they might have something better coming down the line and i I disagree with you because you said that they might be going portless altogether. I don't mm-hmm. think that's ever going to happen because you do need to be able to plug in diagnostic tools. Um, mm. You know, you do need some kind of physical connection, I believe. But who knows? I mean, that could just be Bluetooth. I don't know. But uh, uh, can you reiterate your stance on what you think the uh, the EU is doing with the USB-C for Apple?
2: Well, basically, the EU is wants to standardize all charging on USB-C. Uh, throughout the European Union. And this is a, looked at as a pro consumer kind of thing, so that you don't have to have one set of cables for your Apple devices and a separate set of cables for all your other stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm simplifying it, but that probably is what it mostly comes down yeah, to. Yeah, that's the that, most other devices. Yeah. Yeah. Most other people use USB C already, and Apple still uses Lightning. Um, So the argument comes down to, or the discussion Ben and I had about it, is that yes, it does potentially stifle innovation because it keeps Apple from coming up with whatever, you know, Lightning 2 or whatever their next generation connection is. Um, On the other hand, Apple's already switched to USB-C for some of their devices. Some of the iPads have USB-C on it. And I don't see for the immediate future USB-C losing any sort of data transfer edge to Lightning. USB-C carries plenty of power, carries plenty of data. Um, So I I don't see that being a a huge loss. Um, So I think what it comes down to is, should Apple be allowed to choose what kind of connector they have on their phones versus the EU saying, we want charging standardized on this connector? I I think you could also look at it, you know. Uh, nations are allowed to standardize on electrical connectors, right? The plug on the outlet on your wall is standardized and we're all okay with that. Um, So I I think it's a similar kind of thing is what the EU is going for. Yeah, but it's a consumer, it's a consumer product. It's not like, you know, electricity,
0: they're, they're building standards and building codes for homes and things like that. So yeah, I can see them, you know, dictating the standards on that, but it's like, this is a consumer it's a phone. It's a phone. Why why should they have jurisdiction over that?
2: Well, but everything you plug into your wall in your home is a consumer product. It's the same thing. It's it's standardizing how power gets to your devices.
1: There there are so, there are also a million standardizations in that phone that are set by governments. The frequencies that they can operate on, the all all of that sort of stuff. So saying it's a phone and they can do whatever they want with it is already strictly not true. Well, that's it. That, okay, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not that, even going to. That's, I'm not I, even that's, gonna go there that's
1: when I know I won the argument. No, no, argument. no, you,
0: no, <laughs> no, Brian, you didn't. You didn't win the argument. This is my. I give up because Brian's going to beat the dead fucking horse argument because I can hear it in your voice when you get that that tone. It's like, oh shit, never mind.
1: Actually, it's that's not even worth. Literally, fighting. that that that's literally all I had to say. Literally, uh-huh. that was it. I.
0: It's not what you said. It's how you said it. Okay. Eight years, man. I can tell. I, I know these things. You know,
2: with with Brian living in Canada now, you guys are kind of like Heat Miser and Snow Miser. And and I'm Mother Nature. <laughs> oh boys, you bad, bad boys. Don't make me punish you.
1: Okay, Discord people, get on that artwork.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't have particularly strong feelings about this whole thing anyway. I don't really care if my iPhone were to switch to USB-C. It seems to me like a tempest in a teapot. So, uh, you know. I don't even think it's
0: it's going to pass. (laughs) It it seemed like you had more conviction on caveat. That's why I approached the topic. (laughs) You you must have fizzled out quite a bit since then. You seem to be a little – had a little bit more uh, piss and vinegar. But uh, whatevs. Too much craft services has made you soft. Yeah, there
2: you go. I was probably more highly caffeinated at the time.
1: I think it was all the uh, fuzzy sweaters from the MTV video awards that you watched. It's just Mm -hmm. like, uh, I just need a mochaccino and a nice soft couch.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm just down from having all my childhood memories
1: crushed. (laughs) Well, I mean, come on. You're a Star Wars fan. Lucas did that years ago. That's true. That's true. The weight of the world has crushed my spirit.
2: All right. Well, on that note. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's barely security, ha. Huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Closing shout outs. Over at Patreon, we have a new subscriber. One John. Thank you, John.
1: Thanks, John. Over at PayPal, we have Natalie, Andrew, Shari, Derek, Linda, Edward, Nathaniel, Dag, Ramsey, Tom, Michelle, Michael, and another John. Well, thank Thank
0: you. you all very much. Over at Stripe, we've got 10 bucks from Darren W. We've got 10 bucks from Andrew M. And he writes Hi, guys, I've been listening to you from Dubai and now in the Netherlands, where I'm based. I have enjoyed your podcast for the longest time and always meant to drop you a little cash to show appreciation. And he yeah, so thank you. I'm always interested in the government spying stories, especially in the Middle East. Well, we haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> and this week in Disney Plus. Um, So he sent us the link about, uh, basically the express VPN hack that we did cover, I believe on security when it came out. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's listen to, listen to security this week. We talk about VPNs (laughs) a bit. Uh, yeah, unless you're stealing stuff, it doesn't really make sense anymore, but gog.show slash VPN. If you go to Sweden a lot and we got a $10 sub from Theodore L and another $10 sub from Sean M keep them subs coming. We have a long way to go. We have a long way to go, people uh we uh like i said brian we we were talking a little bit uh before the show we mm-hmm. since we're going fan supported, we need like a hundred more people to do the ten dollar subs to just even break even for what we lost with advertising, so guys, please, we love you. step it on up, start
1: a podcast, they said it's a solid business model, they said, I know It'll make you. <laughs> You'll get rich like Rogan. Woo! (laughs) Until next time, I'm Brian Schulmeister.
0: And I'm Jason DeFillippo. Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. If you enjoyed the show, visit gog.show slash donate, like we just mentioned, to help keep the lights on and actually keep us talking. We'll love you forever. You can also help us out by sharing the show with your friends and enemies. It's easy and absolutely free. Show notes for this episode are at gog.show slash 527. From there, you can find links to everything we talked about in this episode, as well as links to our swag and Discord channel. If you want to buy some stuff or chat with us and other show fans, you can also head over to gog.show slash contact and send us your feedback or questions that we can read on the air. And I feel bad. Vincent sent us in one right at the end of the show. And I didn't get it in here this time about a woman whose t-shirt triggered a traffic camera in england and somebody got a ticket from it it was very funny i'll put it in the show notes anyway (laughs) and if you're so inclined please head over to gog.show slash review and toss us a snarky review and preferably five stars we haven't had any of those in a long time so get on it people although we'd rather you go to slash donate instead stay grumpy